The sun, I'm sure it will break through at some point. But the Asian markets, uh, they're edging higher as oil reserves are suffering some losses, I see. You know, it's been a very, very tough, uh, I think, whole month for the Asian markets, including uh, the fact that the oil price has rallied quite strongly. And, but they have tried to pair their losses, unfortunately, at uh, this particular time in, in, in the year. Very, very difficult because companies are coming out with their results. And those energy companies are actually uh, are taking a little bit of a, of a nose part uh, because of the fact that the most of the 2016 year has been uh, led by the fact that the oil markets have not been necessarily great. We had some sort of retrieve last month with the OPEC uh, nations deciding that they're going to cut down the production. That seemed to have rallied the oil price a little bit, but still there is a lot to catch up on. So a very, very difficult time for the Asian markets at this current moment. Uh, most of them uh, t- today, Takina, were... Um, trading at a higher pace, uh, mid-morning uh, trade uh, as, as uh, the stocks opened in, uh, in, in uh, Asia-Pacific. Uh, the shares of Crown Resort, for example, one of Australia's biggest casino companies, advanced by 2.06%. Remember yesterday, uh, they did go down a little bit, the casino numbers, because obviously there was some problem in the gambling sector. One of the biggest gambling companies, the uh, directors are being uh, questioned there for uh, in, uh, some, some illegal activity within the business. And so they picked up back on top today after they realized that they're not part of it, they're not supposed to be part of it in any case. Uh, we saw the drop followed by reports that 18 of Crown's employees, including the executive vice president of VIP International Business, Jason Alcotta, was detained by the Chinese authorities because of those illegal matters. Uh, and so now if you look at the MSCI Asia Pacific, it's slightly up into the positive today. It's sitting at about 0.48%. The Nikkei up uh, by 0.7%. The ASX 200 200 is up by 0.41%, and also the Kospi, uh, that currency there, looking very strong at 0.32%. The Shanghai Composite sitting at a 50 basis point, which is half a percent into the positive as well. And then uh, just looking at pharmacy group Dischem, now they're planning to list on the JSE and uh, in the food and drug retailer sections. That, that's not a joke, I think, I food and drugs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, when I read the story, I really felt hard. But anyway, um, the company said it had um, more than doubled its store base, Sakina, uh, since 2010 and tripled since 2018. It currently has 101 stores in South Africa and two partner stores in Namibia, uh, adding another 30 stores over the past three year financial years. So this is a massive, massive, massive group, Sakina. And I don't know about you. I don't know if you like my wife. My wife loves discount. I don't know. There's like all these yeah, Even the, the baby food they buy there. I don't know. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there, there yeah. definitely is an attraction. You know, when you go to Discam, you, you, you tend yeah. to stay there for a while. Yeah, no, I know. And you I, keep I, going I, back. You keep going back and back. Hey, it's a good, it's good news story, Sakina. It means that 
And, and this is some of the things that we never share in the South African economy, is that these businesses are thriving, these businesses are doing well, they're very strong, and that's why it makes us look a very attractive place to be doing business in. Uh, uh, this comes Akina through its wholly owned subsidiary, CJ Distributions, also has a wholesale business serving third-party pharmacy, pharma, pharmacy uh, retailers, and Discam owns retail pharmacies as well. Uh, they've got this nice arrangement where you've got like a nurse or a... Is there, is there a nurse? They call them nurses. I don't know if they're still allowed that. You know, they, you get these nurses that you can go there. Athena goes there to get his shots, you know. So I think that's a very, very nice um, 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 arrangement to have within a, a, a pharmaceutical company or within a, chemist, uh, um, a pharmaceutical uh, dispensary. So I enjoy that as well. Mm. And he's very brave, Atila. You know, he does, he's very, he, when he gets that thing, when they give him that prick, he doesn't, doesn't scream. He just looks at them and says, yeah, I'll get you on there. Yeah. Oh, and probably he he doesn't burst out in song yet, does he? No, yeah, he does. He does. He's got a new song. It's called Kaka. I don't know what that means. And then uh, moving straight along, the Public Investment yeah. Corporation, um, they've just bought 68% of a sack oil and investors are a bit worried about that decision. So talk to us about it. So, you know, at the PRC, right, there's the Public Investment Corporation. They've got nearly close to about 2 trillion uh, rands worth of assets that they actually look after, including a, a pension fund of about 1.3 million uh, government employees. They're very strong when it comes to investment. And, and, and a lot of people were worried. Why would TRC invest in Sarkoil? The TRC employs about very bright people, they say. They say that they've got very dim, a strong developmental mandate to South Africa and the African continent. Uh, it also manages about 450 billion Rand in assets um, uh, and ultimately manages investments for nearly 1.3 million pension fund owners. So raising your stake from 42% to 68% must make business sense. But this is part of, and I was in the, some, some of the meetings, they said this is part of the empowerment structure to try and empower black businesses. Now, Sarkoil, obviously, they're a distribution oil uh, company, dispensary company, um, within South Africa and the rest of the African, and the static region, especially, Sakina. Uh, it should be noted that the group generated about $258 million in the other outcome, which includes such uh, reorganization of assets and foreign exchange gains as well. So, PIC is looking at this as a long-term gain. Remember, pension funds are a long-term gain. So, I think they're going into this. And maybe some of the characters maybe that are involved could be one of the reasons why people are a bit skeptical. Remember, uh, former um, former uh, Reserve Bank Governor Tito Mboweni is the director in that business as well. Um, and, and so is Risa Pakoli, who's the former NPA boss. So all these guys are still there in Sackhall, and seemingly they, they've invested this amount of money because they believe that this company is going to go way uh, uh, into the future. It's going to go well. So I don't mind the investments. I think that um, if it's about empowerment, it's about creating a space for black uh, black businesses, especially within the African continent, I'm giving it thumbs up. The problem is that the, set, the share the share the shares are sitting at about 17 cents per share, which they previously had hit 250 per share. Now people are worried: Are they going to get back to those likes of the 250 per share? The question is: Can they get more business? If they can do that, I think it's more than uh, possible that they can actually do that. So it's more probable they'll be able to do so. So I wish them all the best. I hope that it does pay as an investment. Well, um, I'm sure those who are unhappy are wishing that this comes through as well. But, of course, you'll keep an eye on those developments for us. And thank you so much, our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.